Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, guys. Thanks for listening again to the Confident Woman Podcast today. We are going to be talking about what it actually means to be your best self. Yes. Becoming your best self is, oh, it's a work in progress. Yes. Yes. And I don't think anyone's ever going to master it. And that's the <laughs> lifelong beauty of it is that it's a journey. So we get to create our best life. We get to become our best selves. And everything that we work on with ourselves, it comes to fruition in other areas of our life. So if we decide that we want to work on ourselves personally, professionally, spiritually, emotionally, we start to see all of that come together and it creates that life balance. Mm -hmm. And that's where, for me, I just think that that's living my best life. Right. And I know we talk about this every single time, but I think before we get into it too, just clarifying like your best self, not somebody else's best self or that comparison, but thinking about like what drives you, what what were you put on this earth to do, your purpose, what makes you happy, satisfied and fulfilled. And then like knowing your strengths and weaknesses to get you and working and focusing on those, be the best at those skill sets that you have. Exactly. And I think that we look outward to see how other people are, are becoming their best selves, for lack of better <laughs> terms, and, and we have that comparison. So when we just stay in our lane and focus on what we can do and what suits us and it just feels natural in, in our being, then you know you're on the right path. Right. And I think, too, for myself, like I think to me, like being your best self is like highly functioning in awareness of like what you're good at and what what's what you can bring to the table that propels you, that moves you towards your ultimate purpose and being highly functioning in those skills. And I know it's so easy to focus on, this is where it gets kind of grainy for me because I think you should be aware of your weaknesses and know what they are and you should work on them. You sh- I don't feel like some people are like, oh, that's just not my, that's just my weakness. I'm not good. I'm not going to focus on it. I think you should always work on being better and improving those. But I think the majority of your focus should be on your strengths. And like be super highly functioning at those instead of just mediocre at everything. Yeah, exactly. And that was something I was just talking to a friend about the other day. And I was like, you know, we can't be the best at everything. But when we know that we're just in our zone and that's something where we thrive and we're great at doing something, right. then there's no reason why you should expend your energy trying to become something and someone you're not just to use that as a strength in your weakness. Now, I'm not saying like, don't, you know, learn it, have a general idea of it. But right. when you're using that energy towards something that is not your God-given talent, there's mm-hmm. really no reason to continue doing it because you're you're not fulfilling what you're good at. And there is a I was saying, you know, focus on what you do best and outsource the rest. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I apply personally and professionally because, like I said, I'm not great at certain things. So why am I going to learn to become something else when I just need to stay in my lane and that's where I thrive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you show up as your best self, it's so much easier for the people around you too to be them best. Like you're either going to inspire other people to be their best selves or if you're working, for example, like in a relationship or a team or something and like everyone's just focused on being their best selves, how much further you can get as an organization too, even though you're just playing your small part, but you're doing it the best way that you can as well. And I don't know. And like, I just always think about like, just be high functioning in whatever it is that you're doing. So this just popped in my head too. Like I always always think like Michael Jordan, if you look at him, he wasn't the best defensive player ever. He wasn't even the best ball handler, really. 
But like he was so high functioning at what he was really, really great at that the other players around him wanted to be that great and be them best selves. And then you have this championship team, even though he didn't have to be the ultimate best at every single thing. He took what his skills were and he was just highly functioning in those areas. Yeah. And the whole team comes around that. I think overall, like the number one thing for me when I was really starting on this path of of just self-improvement and just bettering my my overall life was having a, a keen insight of self-awareness. Right. And I think that was what was lacking prior to this was I didn't really have the internal insights to, to focus on what I was good at, what what parts were missing, which areas needed improvement. And when I took a broad overview of my life and I was like, okay, well, I'm really good at this and it actually feels natural and organic so I could feel true to who and what I'm being, but I'm always doing this other thing over here and it just, it sucks me dry. I don't have mm-hmm. any time. I just feel exhausted. And, and so when I when I was able to look at this as like a blueprint, for me, I was like, okay, well, maybe I can hire out here or maybe I can ask for help here. You know, this one, this area might actually have an interest in learning it. So then I would go either learn on my own or have a mentor or a coach. And so those were the areas. So not saying you have to be at the be-, be the best in everything, but if you actually enjoy, I don't know, for me, I, I don't mm. enjoy cooking right. at all. Really? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy cooking, but it's something that, is a talent of mine in the creative zone. So I enjoy creating. So it's not that I wouldn't say I don't want to ever dabble in cooking, right. but it's just not a strength of mine that takes up a lot of time. It's a lot of energy where honestly, I'd rather apply it to something I'm really good at eating because <laughs> right. I love food. I'm good at that too. Yes. And it's great because in for, for my house, my husband, he actually enjoys cooking. And so it works out perfectly, but that wasn't always the case. And he, when we both had met, we both didn't enjoy cooking. And right. he said, well, if you're not going to cook, I'm going to have to learn to cook. And so that was, he actually picked that up because it was a weakness in our relationship. But through improving that, he fell in love with it. He actually enjoys cooking. So it works out for me, works out for him. And those are kind of just using those examples where, we take a strength, we take our weakness, and we improve upon it. And you never know. You actually might fall in love doing it. Right. So for, for me overall, for becoming my best self, again, going back to the whole sense of, of internalizing, doing that, that broad overview of your life, having that self-awareness. And for me, becoming my best self is through the practice of creating a healthy body, a positive mindset, and a soul filled with self-love, acceptance, gratitude, and forgiveness. And that all starts from within. And if we don't do the inner work before we can continue doing the external, you're just kind of going to be stuck and you're not really going to be becoming your best self. And again, going into becoming your best self, it's a day-to-day process. It's a lifelong journey. So every day, as long as you continue to show up and give 100% of what you have, then you're doing what all you can ask of yourself to do. Right. I think what you just said there too, like you know exactly what it means for you to be your best self. You just like rattled it off there where I'm thinking like, whoa, like how many people don't know what that means to be their best self, you know? And I think that's too, like what we talk about a lot also, just that clarity factor. A lot of people don't even sit around and think about what it would actually mean. Like if you were to go up to like 10 people on the sidewalk and say, what does it mean to be your best self? They'd be like, um, you know what I mean? And so something that like people, if you're not, if you're not aware of it or just maybe you are, but you just don't think about it, but it's just 
figuring that out for yourself because what's Rachel's best self and Aaron's best self isn't your best self. Yeah, Yeah. you know? So it's like figuring that out for you and then finding, you know, strategies or ways that you can work upon becoming your best self, which that could be a whole nother long list of things that you can do to discovery because it's a very long path. But I think of it something that you're always conscious of and aware of and thinking about how you feel about certain things or noticing your own skill set. I think a lot of times you see people and you tell them they're really, really good at something and they don't even realize it. Yeah, because they're they're focused in their other lane and they don't have the the inside of self-awareness. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, I'm just thriving in the zone and we're expending all this energy into something else where it almost, we we almost need somebody else to reassure us, hey, you're really good at, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you don't realize it. And you're like, oh, maybe I am. Yeah. So it kind of gives a little bit of uh, a validation and and a little boost of confidence. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of sway back into our lane mm-hmm. without being pulled directly thinking we have to be everything in a one size fits all for everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I can think there's so many scenarios, I think. And I think that's a whole other thing we get into with the people that you're surrounding yourself that are going to be the ones that tell you and notice that in you and encourage you to move in a direction that does fulfill your best self as well. But I mean, this could get deep. Yeah. This we, <laughs> and this is just kind of a general overview, yeah. but I, I, I'm actually curious to know, Aaron, how did you become your best self? Like what started um, you on that path? So I think that I'm definitely still working toward my best self. And I think over the past 13 years of my journey, it's been a lot of thinking I knew what I wanted, but realizing it wasn't because of everything we talked about before, whether I was trying to be something I wasn't, or I just had somebody I looked up to. So I tried to be them and focus on they're good at this. So I want to be good at this and never really stopping to ask like, well, is that something I even actually like? (laughs) Is that even something that actually like fulfills me or drives me or has a purpose behind it? So I honestly think it's been over this past year where, you know, my husband's really big on purpose. I mean, he, his whole, he's great, but he always asks me like, does this fulfill your purpose or what were you, whenever I would get frustrated, you know, like thinking about like, what was the whole What's, what am I, what's my mission on earth? What am I here to do? And he's, he's like you, he's deep. So I'm like, whoa, you know, like I don't, right now I just want to make a pizza, you know, but like <laughs> my overall life mission, wow, you know, and, but it's just like having the, those questions asked and actually thinking about it. I think for me, it's just, you know, realizing the strengths that you have. Ryan, you know, always is letting me know, like, so like I said, things you don't realize you're good at. Like I ask a lot of our friends, like people like ask questions, dig questions to help them think differently. And Ryan's like, you're really, really good at that. But I didn't know that. I, it was just something I did. It was just part of who I was. And Ryan was like, you're good at getting people to really, you know, do that kind of stuff. And so I think for me, it's a constant progress, constant process of figuring out what my best self is. But I know that every single day I'm learning new things about myself that make me feel fulfilled. And I think my fulfillment comes from helping other people kind of remove their mental blocks so that they can like empower themselves to live a life that they want to live because they want to live it instead of just the status quo. Like that's where I feel my best. And again, that's a work in progress. Ask me in six months, I might have a different answer. So I'm sure you will. Because <laughs> so. as long as we continue down this path, we're always outgrowing ourselves. Right. And it's funny because I was just doing some reflection this morning because I, I had one of those timeline things pop up about a year ago. Those are fun. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, you know, you don't think back how far you've come in just one year. And then when I had that reminder, I was like, holy, (laughs) wow, so much has changed in just this one year. Right. And so one of my favorite quotes of all time 
is, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back at it, everything is different. And that's by mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis. And when we're caught up in our everyday routines, it's hard to see the big picture. We're just, mm-hmm. we're lasered with this funnel, this tunnel vision that we miss out on what we're focusing on. So again, becoming your best self, is just literally just one step in front of the other, just strive to be better than the person you were yesterday. Right. And just stay focused on what your outcome is about doing what you can that is natural and authentic to you. Yeah. I think that's a really good point too, because exactly what you were to say, like the whole slight edge effect or the compound effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like simple daily disciplines, you know, you don't realize right away. So it can be really defeating, but. Yeah. Consistency compounded over time. (laughs) Yeah. That kind of stuff too. So if you want to become your best self and tomorrow you wake up and you don't feel like you're your best self after one day chill out. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, like I said, it will change day to day. So if you wake up tomorrow and you're just kind of feeling under the weather, if you know that you give a hundred percent of what you have that day, then you can't go wrong. Exactly. Definitely. So with that, we're going to wrap up here. Hopefully you got a lot of value off of, you know, what it means to be your best self, maybe some ideas or starting thinking about what that looks like for you and some different ideas or ways that you can be your best self. I think surrounding yourself with those right people too. So if you need people to surround yourself with that will help you become the best version of yourself, I would tell you to definitely go check out our Facebook page, The Confident Woman on Facebook. Join it. We would love to have you and watch you become the best version of yourself. Yes, we have a lot of awesome women in there and Mm -hmm. we're all supportive. So The Confident Woman podcast is our little handle on there. So just jump in and it's great to have that support community of like-minded women. So we'll see you there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to The Confident Woman podcast. For more, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thank you so much.